There's a lot of weird stuff in the news, like aliens, exploding pineapples, robots, zombie cicadas, drugs, stupid people, and penises. Lots of penises. And it's all real. Allegedly. I'm Mr. Positivity Wolfie T, inviting you to listen to me and my rotating cast of co-hosts discuss it all on the Positively Wolfie podcast, unqualified commentary on allegedly real news. You can follow me on Twitter at PositivelyWolf1, and you can subscribe to Positively Wolfie podcast on your favorite podcast app right now. What's going on, everybody? It's been a while. It's been a while since I talked to you. I know that it's been, I think it's been over a month, maybe about five weeks since I put out a podcast. And, you know, during that time, I reflected a little bit and I was like, is this the end of Glenn Thinks the podcast? You know what I mean? Because if I do something that I really don't want to do, it's not, it doesn't feel sincere. And even though a lot of this podcast is just me kind of rambling about stuff that's ridiculous. I never want it to be something that's forced, you know, and not sincere. There's a sincerity about even when I'm being ridiculous, I'm kind of letting you see who I am. And I never want to, uh, I never want it to seem like I'm doing something I don't want to do, you know, if that makes any sense. And so, uh, so I've started like a new job. And it's more like, it's like my whole working career and my adult life has always been, uh, I've always had a job, you know, and it's been just that. And it seems like I've just been an autopilot for years and years. And then I have this new career and it's just kind of like, it's just challenging, you know, and, uh, I love it. It's great. It's, it's been a really positive change in my life. It's been 2021 so far for me has been awesome, you know, but, you know, by the end of the day, you know, I, and the end of the week, you know, when I used to record a podcast, I kind of just want to chill out and kind of decompress, um, while I kind of figure out that balance. And, uh, and so I'm not going to like put out something that I don't want to, you know, do. And, you know, I thought about it a lot. And I was like, is this the end of me doing the podcast? You know, was that just a chapter in my life that lasted a few years? You know, but I don't I don't think that it was. I don't know. I guess we'll see. You know, you know what I'm saying? But um, but I want to I have a few things to talk about today, a few topics and I'll just go down the rabbit holes that I want to go down. And uh, I got to get some comfortable britches on, man. I want to put on, because I have some jeans on. I want I need some britches with, like, elastic. Like, it's the weekend, man. I need some elastic britches, you know. Or maybe I won't wear no britches at all. Maybe it'll be a podcast in my underwear, which that wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> You know, I wonder if my podcasts are any different if they're in my underwear or, you know, in britches. Is there a difference? Man, I don't even know.
So I'm in the middle of a cleanse right now. Um, every once in a while, I do a cleanse on the weekends, and it might—it's not what you're thinking. You know, I know that you're thinking, man. What did you go to GNC or some, you know, organic grocery store and get some special kind of drink that you drink? My cleanse is like what I do is I eat breakfast burritos to do a cleanse, man. And let me tell you, it cleans you out just as good as any of that fancy stuff. You know, you spend a lot of money. People that do do cleanses, man, they spend a lot of money on uh, on all these fancy drinks, you know. I don't even know how much it is. It might be 10 or 20 bucks, you know. But if you come and hang out with me on a weekend and you get like, you know, you have a few that you buy breakfast burritos for a few dollars, man, that'll do just the same. It will. Let me tell you, it will. <laughs> I ain't even lying, man. But uh, everything's been pretty good with me, man. Uh, what what can I tell you? This week I went to a, to an event at a ball field, right? Um, at a baseball field. And it's kind of in this, you know, like South Carolina, the governor lifted the, there was a mask mandate, which you can't really legally do that, man. You know, like mandate force. I guess you can, if you're a business, if you own a business, but I guess federal buildings were, um, and you know, my thought process has kind of evolved, uh, through all this because it's been such an ongoing thing, man. Like all of this has been such a big part of our lives for so long. And you hear about it and you hear about it and you get sick of hearing about it, man. You know, because everybody's always talking about it. But, uh, you know, and then some of it's like some of the stuff that goes on is like politically motivated and it's like purely political. And then, you know, you say like our governor was like, all Governor Henry McMast, <laughs> he uh, he lifted the man ma- mandate, the mass mandate in uh federal buildings, but he just wanted to be with the cool kids. I think Texas and Florida was it Texas and Florida or Mississippi or something. He wanted to be one of the one of the governors in the news, which whatever, man, I don't even care. But I mean, as far as being outside, I think you're good. You know, if you're not in close around people, I personally, my personal belief is if you outside, you outside, you know, you're outside. Where where are you going to, you going to give COVID to a tree? You know, you're going to catch COVID from a squirrel. I don't think that you will. Oh, man, let me, t- I got to, I just remember something else I need to tell you about a dead animal. But uh, let me finish up what I'm saying. So I went to this thing, right? And there was a bunch of kids playing on the playground, you know, which schools are open. You know, schools are open around here. So that's not really, what's weird is like people get mad. Like people, that, that's, that's the crazy. Like people get angry. Like the people that don't wear them, get angry at the people that do wear them. And then, you know, the people that um, do wear them, I even forgot why I just said, the people that do wear them get people mad at people that don't wear them. You know, and I'm just to the point where I'm like, man, just do what you want to do. Like, whatever you're comfortable with doing, man, do. You know? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm a reasonable person, you know, so... I'm not the kind of person, like, if if I'm in a store 
and they have a sign up that says you need to wear them, I'm not going to bust up in there and be like, America, you know, because like I'm fighting for civil rights or something. You know what I mean? It's just how people act. It's so stupid about the whole thing. You know, I'll wear one if it makes you feel better, you know, because I wear one when it makes me feel better. So it's not too much to ask because I think that we're almost to the other end of it. But I went to this ball field and like no one had them. There wasn't one in sight. And this guy came up, this coach came up that I was meeting and came straight up to me and shook my hand, right? And I shook his hand and I haven't shaken anybody's hand. I've did some fist bumps, right? And a couple elbow bumps, right? In the last year. But I don't think I've shook anybody's hand in a year, you know, something that used to be like something that I did regularly, you know, and it didn't really bother me. It didn't bother me, like freak me out. You know what I mean? But it was just, I don't know how to, I kind of felt like Rick, you you remember in the first season of The Walking Dead when Rick went, spoiler alert. If you haven't ever watched, if you haven't, if you're like the one person that never watched the, I think the walking dead, I think, I think that they kind of have beat that show to death. I've, I've, it lost me, man. It totally, it lost my interest, you know, because there's only so much you can do. It's like, they just try to keep going and going and going. They need to go ahead and wrap that up. Even Rick was like, that is enough. I'm leaving. But, uh, do you remember in the first season? of The Walking Dead when Rick, like, he got shot and he woke up from the coma and, like, the, like, uh, COVID had taken over the world, you know, and everybody had started wearing masks and was, um, no, I'm just kidding. But everybody was, like, there was, like, all these zombies and he woke up and it was just a different world. I kind of felt like Rick a little bit in the sense that it was, like, going, it was, like, going into a world where COVID didn't exist. It was like going back in time, you know? And and I, di- I didn't realize through all this, I didn't realize like how much I m- really missed that, you know, subconsciously missed that is a realization that I had. And then another realization that I had was how I've kind of become conditioned to the new way that things are right and uh and so it was just a it was just it was a lot to process for me not really <laughs> it was just like uh it was just odd it was it was some strange feelings and uh you know but it was good it was good to have like a little bit of normality and i mean i'm in the new uh i can get i can get my vaccine uh, starting Monday, uh, like the, se- I guess it's the second week of March. I'm like eligible to get the vaccine. Um, but let me tell you something. Okay. I'm real busy. I'm a busy man, you know, throughout the, throughout Monday through Friday, I'm quite busy. And so, uh, I found out that this week that a slaughterhouse that I bought meat in, like I bought meat from this slaughterhouse. It's like a big, uh, like where they slaughter cows and you can get, um, I mean, like you can get rib, like ribeyes that are 16 pounds and you can just cut them up or you can get, uh, like filet mignon, like a filet and you can just cut it up. And it's like, man, it's like a third of the price, 
of the grocery store and they closed because of like the pandemic stuff, you know, and I just found out this weekend that they have opened back up. And, uh, so that's going on this week. And then the, uh, and then I can get my shot, you know, I can get my vaccine. And so I was like, well, you know, I have a busy week ahead of me, so I got to pick, like, I got to pick one of the two. Like, what do I want to pursue? Do I want to drive, you know, and get the steak or do I want to get, you know, a vaccine, you know, that I can finally get? And I think that this week what I'll do is I'll probably get the steak, you know, just because that's, that's important. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I just would like to get the steak. That's like, I just can't wait to do that again, you know, because I've been buying all this steak that's like every week for steak day. And it's just like, you got to get like the singles at the grocery store. And I would rather buy the whole thing. And I need to get like one of those vacuum sealers too. So, you know, because you can wrap it in paper, you know, like butcher paper, um, which I've done a couple times when I bought rib roast, but you know, when you have that much meat that you're cutting up, I really need a vacuum sealer so it doesn't get freezer burn, right? But uh but anyway, so that's exciting, exciting, exciting. Um and I'm not I'm I don't like getting shots, man. You know, I have to get allergy shots every week, a couple times a week. Like I probably get four allergy shots a week and I just don't like I went to get allergy shots Friday right and when I went Friday I came up and they asked you like a series of questions how you feeling today you know I'm like it's Friday I feel fantastic and the lady's like I know right and uh and then she rammed that needle like some people give me allergy shots where I barely feel them but she rammed that needle way down into my muscle to where I felt it like on both sides and both arms and I was like dang you just excited you know sticking your needle all willy-nilly ain't you I told her it hurt you know I said that hurt me you know good gracious calm down I know it's Friday but have mercy (laughs) you know but uh but I don't know. So, uh, so I don't, that, that's what's going on. And, uh, you know, that's both, both of them, both of them stuff is good. But, uh, what else do I got to tell you? Um, oh, a Down syndrome girl. This actually is something that, uh, this is something that happened a while back because I've had some stuff that has happened, you know, that's like happened a while back. But like this, uh, this Down syndrome pe- uh, girl followed me on Twitter, right? And I'm not on there as much as I used to be because everybody's just mad all the time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> when I get on there now, I'm like, what y'all mad about today? What, you know, what's everybody freaking out about today? Oh, they canceled Dr. Seuss, you know? and Or, you know, like uh, people fighting, you know, like all the all the stuff people's fighting over all the time and canceling stuff over all the time. Like, I just don't even care. So I'm not on there as much, you know, but this Down Syndrome girl followed me. I was like, that's weird. You know, like uh, Down Syndrome girl has um, a Twitter and she followed me, which I thought was great. You know, like I want to be 
the person that's like a down center people person reads my tweets and they're like, I want to follow you. And I'm like, well, that's great. I want people, all kinds of people. Um, I want to talk to all kinds of people, you know, but what's great about this girl is she'll be talking smack to people. Like some of her tweets, whenever I see her tweets, like she'll be going off on people, right? I'll go ahead and tell everybody. You know, and, and it's just like, it's it's fantastic because she's saying a lot of the stuff like that people just keep to themselves. You know what I mean? They, they want to be, they, they, I don't know if they don't want to hurt people's feelings or they don't want to be perceived in a certain way, but all of those, it's like all of those inhibitions that we all have, like she just throws out the window and she's like, ah, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. You know, and that's just fantastic. And uh, it's refreshing in a way, you know, to see some tweets like that. You know, even though they're few and far between, I don't see, I don't, I don't like seek them out, you know, like I'm not, I'm not on there. I'm not even on there every day. So I don't know what she talks about. Like, but when I stumble across it, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like that little treat. You know, it's like, it's like a little treat where it's like, yeah, you know, because she's not talking about politics or she's not talking about like current events or, you know, she ain't trying to be woke and she ain't trying to be, you know, because I think a lot of people, a lot of people just say stuff because they think that it's what the group they're in or the group they're associated with, they just say stuff that. Um, they think that they're supposed to say, if that makes any sense, right? They think they, they want to say something to, I don't know. I don't know. It was like, they want people to be like, yeah, that's right. You know? And, and so they'll just say stuff that's stupid, you know? And it's like pointless, you know? It's just like, like an echo chamber, Kind of. Yeah, I've talked about that stuff before. Like, I'm going to go ahead and put my two cents in on it. Well, nobody cares about your two cents, man. It don't even matter. Like, I don't care. I don't care if, like, if if you're offended at Dr. Seuss books, you know, or if you love Dr. Seuss books. I really don't care. Like, if your love for them or if you're thinking that, yay, we should take these Dr. Seuss books off of the shelf, you know, and that's just the example. Like, I don't care. Like, your view doesn't affect what I think about the situation, and I shouldn't be forced to choose a side. You know what I mean? Because if I want to read a book, I'm going to read a book. And if I don't want to read a book, I'm not going to read a book, you know? And so it's just like stuff like that. People will like weigh in on stuff like that or they'll put in little subtle stuff on social media, whether it's a T-shirt they're wearing or you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, you know? And the world didn't used to be like that, you know? The world used to be less opinionated, 
I guess. Like people just didn't care. And, and, and we weren't forced to choose sides, right? And that's what's awesome about the Down syndrome girl that followed me. She just says what she has to say and gets on with her day. She gets on through. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, that maybe we can all take a lesson from that. You know, I don't know. Man, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> I don't know what the point of all that was, but I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what's going on, man. So uh, let me tell you about the frozen cat that I hit, right? So I hit this frozen cat, and uh, here's what happened, okay? I was driving in the middle of the night. I was head to work, right? And I was driving pitch black dark, and and um, I was driving down this old country road that's like a cut-through road, you know, because you have the country roads that are like highways and main roads, and then you have like little cut-through, like cut-through country roads, and I've always prided myself, ever since I could drive, I always prided myself of knowing all the back roads, like I'm the back road man, if they're, if I'm like headed to a destination, if I'm headed somewhere and, you know, I can take all the main highways and and the main roads and it takes 30 minutes and then there's a back way that takes 40 minutes, but it's all the back roads. I've always been the back road guy. I just like the scenic route. I'd rather drive through the countryside and, you know, have the trees and the pastures and the woods like, that's just more my, you know, and the, you don't have people behind you. Because you know how when you have people behind you at night, especially right after you wake up and they're right on your bumper and, you know, their lights are on and they're shining in your rearview mirrors. And it's just annoying, you know, because I'm just trying to mosey where I'm trying to go, look out for deer and, you know, get to where I'm trying to get, you know, and... And so I've always taken back roads, right? That's just who I am. It's in my soul to take the back road. And uh, and so I'm driving down this pitch. It's pitch black. Like, I don't even think there was like, I don't know what kind of moon was out, man. Some I don't know if there was any kind of moonlight. Uh, yeah, I just know it was like really dark and it's a really windy, windy road. And uh, all of a sudden I hit this like... Uh, I hit this big bump, right? And uh, it was just like, thunk. and like, it kind of jolted my car. And I was probably doing about 45, 50, somewhere in there. And uh, and when, after I hit it, I was just like, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. And I was like, I was like, man, it just kind of freaked me out a little bit. Like, uh, not like freaked me out. Like, I just wanted to see what it was. I was like, what was that? Because I didn't even see anything. Yeah. Did I just run over a ghost? Yeah. I don't know what that was. And so I was like, well, I'll turn around and, uh, and see what it was. And so I turned back around and I started, you know, going back and just, you know, kind of driving real slow and just kind of looking out the windows, you know, my driver's side and, and you know, the windshield. And I pulled up and there was this cat, right? And it was a dead cat. It was a dead cat that was frozen solid. And 
I've never run over a frozen solid cat. And what it was is that it had been there a long time because it's such a back road. You know, when you get roadkill, I'm not trying to be nasty. I'm not, you know, it don't make, it don't make me happy that an animal's dead. You know, don't get me wrong. It doesn't, I'm not, it's not like, oh, good, an animal's dead and I ran over. No, what's weird is I've never run over something that's frozen. It was really a dark colored cat on a dark road. I mean, there's not even light. There's not even lines on this road. Like the lines that they put in the middle of the road or lines along the side of the road, like that doesn't exist on this road. That's how country this road is. And it was this dark cat, but its shape was perfectly intact. Like it was like, when I hit it, it was so frozen. It was like I ran over a rock. And I was like, good Lord, God have mercy on America. When I saw it, it was like, it was kind of freaky because it was just like a frozen cat. I never hit a frozen cat before. Yeah, I never had run over a frozen cat before. But after I hit it, you know, my initial reaction was like, oh, was that a skunk? You know, and I had to, that was my first, because it's like, I don't know, man. Some about skunks. I'm just, there's more, there's like more of a population. It seemed like when I was younger, there seemed to be more possums. You know, you would see more possums. And maybe, man, possums, that's a nasty creature. Let me tell you, they'll hiss at you. They're just, they're, if you look at a possum, look up a possum's face. And I don't know if they vary, but look up like a possum in the Carolinas. Like if, if, if you Google a picture, look up possum's face. My Google has some weird stuff on it. <laughs> but, uh, but you look up possum's face in, in the Carolinas. Like that's just a nasty looking thing. I can't stand a possum. But it seems like you see less possums now. And even less raccoons, and I'm starting to see more coyotes. And a lot of people around here call them coyotes. I call them coyotes. Aren't you supposed to call them coyotes? Coyotes. But those are becoming a problem around here. And skunks, man, you see so many skunks around here. And so I do the initial smell. You know, I do the initial smell. And and, uh, when I saw it wasn't a skunk, I, that's when I decide I'm gonna turn back around and uh and see what's going on with uh see what's going on like what I hit I hit because when you don't see anything and you hit something you're just kind of like what what is going on man so that happened to me ain't that exciting ain't ain't you been missing out on so much by me not doing a podcast like what's Glenn been up to and I get back on here I know I haven't talked to you in about a month but I hit a frozen cat but uh but I watched that movie Freaky you know that movie let me get a sip let me get a sip of my diet beverage because if you like make poor choices all you gotta do is like if you make poor dietary choices just get you a diet drink and that balances out the it's like the yin and the yang. You know what I mean? It balances out the universe. So uh, so what's that movie? Freaky with Vince Vaughn. I've been waiting a long time to watch that movie. It's, uh, it's where he changes bodies. I guess it's kind of like Freaky Friday um, where the mom and... Isn't that the mom and the daughter change bodies? On Freaky Friday, well, this is kind of like a version of that. 
like uh, Vince Vaughn is like a serial murderer or something. And then there's a high school girl and something happens. I'm not going to give it away in the beginning of the movie and they switch bodies. You can gather that from the trailer. But I watched it, man, and I was like, I've been wanting to watch it for a while just because I like Vince Vaughn. Um, but when I watched it, I was like, man, that is a bummer. I rented it. I think it was like five ninety nine to rent. And I... I rented it and was, like, bummed out. I was like, is that? <laughs> that sucked. And, uh, but it was, like, it looked like it would be a fun movie for him to make. Like, he just wanted to do something that was fun. And uh, so I kind of got it. You know, I kind of understood why he he was going to do that. Or he wanted to do that. Um, You know, because I think that some people like Adam Sandler, I think most of his movies, he's just like, look, this is what I want to do. And you can like it or you can not like it, but this is what I want to do. And so if you, I love Adam Sandler because I kind of grew up like in my teenage years. Ever since I was like in my early teenage years, I've been a big Adam Sandler fan. And, uh, and I, but a lot of people don't like his humor. Um, but you know, even though I wasn't a fan of the movie Freaky, I know that some people probably like it. And, you know, I know that I don't know what the movie review guys had to say about it. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about movie review guys is I think that the people that write movie reviews and that talk a lot about movies and picking them apart and stuff are just slobs with big vocabularies, you know? If you think about it, if you, like, it's just a movie. It's just entertainment. So why, like, what's your opinion really matter? Because, like, there's, there's, there are movies that I read the reviews and they get terrible reviews, which I don't usually read the reviews because I've just learned that I'm going to like what I'm going to like, and sometimes critics hate it. Yeah, critics. I'm going to be critical about it. It's like, dude, you're just a big, fat slob that watches a bunch of TV and turned it into a job, and you just went to college and can write. Yeah, that's the only only thing. Yeah, I can say that about the guys that do it to movies. Don't more guys do movie review stuff? I don't think as much women do. Yeah, I don't, maybe there are women that do movie. I'm sure there's women that do movie reviews. I'm not going to call them big, fat, lazy slobs like I can do, like, the men. Because I think that you can do that to men. I think that you can call men, like, ah, he's a big, fat, nasty slob, you know. But you can't do that to women. You can't say that. You can't, you can't, you're not allowed to say that about a lady. I don't really even want to say that to about a lady, you know. I don't have uh, ill will toward nobody. But, uh, but anyway, like, watch it. You might like it. You might enjoy it, you know. I kind of didn't. But um, but you might. But uh, what else happened? Oh, Marilyn Manson's, like, in all kind of trouble for, uh, what'd he do? Beat his, beat uh beat on a girlfriend or something or physically and emotionally I think physically and emotionally abuse one of his former girlfriends I don't think it was his wife I think it was like a girl 
friend that he had, and it was like people, like it's a news story now. It was like people, like you look at me, <laughs> I could have told you. But I could have told you from from looking at Marilyn Manson that the boy ain't right. You know what I mean? You do, And you don't hear that. You used to hear that. And I, I mean, it depends on the circles that you hang out in. But, you know, you hear stuff about, well, he ain't right or she ain't right. They just ain't right. And, uh, and you can look at Marilyn Manson. I remember, like, I had one Marilyn Manson album when I was younger, right? I had Mechanical Animals. What year did that come out? It, it came out, um, let me see. Let me pull up the old Google and look up Mechanical Animals because I bought it on cassette. Um, okay, let's see. It came out in 1998, September 15th, 1998. So it came out when I was 16. It came out a week before I turned 17. Okay. And and I bought it right when it came out in uh, 98. Man, so that's like over 20 years old. Dang. So I bought that right after it came out. And I think it had like a, it was a cassette tape and it had like a blue, it had like a blue case or a red case. I think it was a blue cassette case like oh gotta stand out gotta be different and uh and I wasn't a big Marilyn Manson fan you know but there were some like guitar riffs on that album that I liked you know and I hung out with a couple goth kids uh that like Manson and I mean I wasn't trying to be like them but I've always like if I like something I like something like it don't matter it doesn't matter if you know it doesn't matter to me like if I like something I like something I don't care if it's something that that the majority of the people that were around me when I was young wouldn't like it was just like well I like it you know and um and so like I bought this album and it was just weird, man. You know, he's just always tried to be like, you're just trying to shock people. You're just trying to, you know, okay. Oh, the devil. Hmm. You know, if that's your deal, that's your deal. You know, but, uh, but he's just kind of an odd fellow, you know? And so when all this came out, like, <laughs> like I was reading some of it, and it was like he was he would call this girl when she finally left him, he'd call her and like, I'm cutting myself right now and be telling her all this. It's like, dude, you just need to chill, man. You know what I mean? But I was just like all this 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 stuff in the news about him lately, you know, it seems like it's that's something from when I was young. You know, that's like a rocker from when I was young. You know, people go through like there, there's so many fads. It was, it, it's like so much music now seems to be, it doesn't seem to be as raw. It doesn't seem to be as sincere, I guess. Like I was talking about this podcast at the beginning uh, today. Like uh, it doesn't seem to be, music today just seems like they take sandpaper and then they take the artists and they say, you've got to fit into this mold. 
This is what's selling right now. And then, you know, they make the music and then they take the sandpaper in the studio and just, you know, sand the whole thing down, smooth everything out, take out all the imperfection and glitches and make it perfect, like a perfect sound, you know? And and if something's perfect, it loses its beauty a little bit, you know? And, and so... uh you know, I kind of don't like fads. I kind of don't like, I like more, I like newer stuff. Like there's a, there's a, there's a new song that I heard and it's called, uh, Good Time by <sighs> Nico. I think it's Nico Moon. It's like a country singer, but it's kind of country pop, but it's the song called Good Time. And I heard, I was like, man, I like that song. I'm not a fan I'm not a fan of all of a lot of mainstream country. And nowadays I kind of like the old, the old school country. And I kind of like, kind of like outlaw country, but I listen to a lot of country um, because it seems like even the newer stuff hasn't lost, totally lost that. And it has lost a lot of the sincerity. Um, And a lot of people are just trying to sell stuff but it still has that soul in it. It still has that realness to it. You know what I mean? So 90% of what I listen to now is country. And there's a song called Good Time by Nico Moon. And I really am not a fan of the country pop. Like, none of it. Like, the was it Georgia? the Whatever the state line. Georgia state line or whatever it is. Like, I just think it's just not my thing, right? Or, uh, I'm probably not even saying that right. Um, but I like, like Chris Stapleton, Travis Tritt, um, some old Tim McGraw, like, uh, Kenny Chesney, Reba McIntyre, Miranda Lambert, like, uh, just old stuff, right? Good stuff. And, uh, but I heard this Nico Moon song. I was like, I like that. I like the sound of it. I like the vibe. I, I you know, I, I can vibe with that. It's kind of a chill song. And I like that. Um, but, uh, it seems like most music is just like fad. It's like, and that's kind of what Marilyn Manson kind of was like, because when he was around, you had the Ramstein, Ramstein, you had the, you had the nine inch nails, you had the uh, Slipknot came out. Um, you know, you had a lot, you like the old school guar, you had a lot of that, um, even in the mainstream music world on the radio you had a lot of that stuff getting played and so it was like when i heard you know saw him in the news it was just like oh yeah i remember him he was a fad and he's like i guess he's kept making music i don't know but there's a lot of fads people love fads man people get caught up in fads you know like the yeti cups that everybody gets um, and Yeti coolers and they, yeah, they're great. They hold ice for, man, I can keep ice in there for days. Yeah. Or you can just like get a bag. of ice. like, if you go to the beach, you want to take a cooler to the beach, man, I didn't have to change ice all week. Yeah. But you spent $400 on that cooler that might get stolen. You know, when you could just get a bag of ice every day, or if you're staying at a hotel, just like get some ice out of the ice maker. You know, if you got it, like, I I think if you got it like that, if you got money like that, 
and you want to buy you a Yeti cooler, or if you if you like don't have money like that, and that's what you want to spend your money on, like by all means, I'm not trying to tell you how to spend your money. I'm just saying, like people, like you get a Yeti coffee cup. I got the knockoff, you know, for like seven bucks, and I've had it for years, and it works just as good, you know. People just like that, and it was the hammock thing. What are those? The Eno, Eno, Emo, Eno. It's not Emo. It's Eno, right? Evo, Eno. The hammocks. You know them little hammocks that people get and carry in the bag, and it was like they get them and they. I think some people. I. This is just my opinion. Okay, I remember working in a sporting goods store part time, and I worked in sales, and it was like outdoors, like the grill stuff, and the camping stuff. And like water sports, like that was my department. I worked the sales floor. And all these um, young people would come in wanting them hammocks in the bag. Like, let me get one of these expensive hammocks in the bag. Then you got to buy the expensive straps and the clips and all this like extra stuff tying up this thing between two trees. And a lot of these kids look like they, they had never been in the woods in their life. It was like, are you just getting this? hammock so you can go out into the woods and be like take a picture of yourself for instagram i'm in my hammock living my best life hashtag country time like it was it was like it was like man do you just take like what would be good is like if you do something like that like take a bunch of pictures so you can post them like just go out there one time with your little hammock in a bag and then you know take about 15 pictures and you can post a couple a month you know that's what I would do that's what I would do if I was like uh if I was into that kind of stuff like post like trying to impress people with with my ways and my life and what I eat See, what I would do, too, is I could, like, what you can do, and let me tell you about this. Let me tell you this. If you're into that kind of stuff and you're always posting everything that you do, you know, on social media, let me tell you what you can do, okay? So if you go out to eat, right, if you go out to eat, you what you do is you order what you order, and then your spouse orders what you they order, and then... uh and, and what you can do is you can take a picture of your food and you can throw it up on social media and uh, because we all need to know. We all need to know about what you're going to poop later. And, uh, and you take a picture of that and you post it, you know, so you can feel better about yourself. And then you can take a picture of what your spouse or your significant other, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, you know, you can take a picture of your kids' chicken tenders if you need to. And you take a picture of that and you hold that. You sit on that for a week, you know, because we can't be affording to go out to a nice restaurant every week. Or right now we can't at all. I guess you could do it with your takeout food, you know. But it don't look good on styrofoam to be posting stuff on social media. Maybe you could plate. You could go ahead and plate, you know. Are you with this is even a better idea? You could plate the takeout food and act like you made it, you know? And then you could plate your spouse's or your husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend's food on a different plate. Just sit on that picture for a week or a couple of days. And then you could post that, 
you know? So people could be jealous about you and your life and what you're eating into your body that will be excrement at a later point in time, you know? And see, there's your trick right there. You killing two birds with one stone, you know? You get take out one time and you're getting the glory, the social media glory. You're getting two, you're getting double, double for the price of one. And you can thank me when you're doing it. You can just, just say, thank you, Glenn. Say a little prayer. <laughs> oh, man. But that's true. That's what I would do. Yeah, that's totally what I would do if I was into that. If I was into that. I'd want the best bang for my buck. You know, I'm not going to lie. Ah, but anyway, what else is going on? Um, I don't know, man. I've been doing all right. I've been, I have been doing all right. I've just been keeping my head down and, uh, I've been learning a lot lately and I've just been, I haven't been tired. I, I guess I've been tired, but it's a good tired because it was like before at the end of a work week, my imagination was still kind of going crazy. And, you know, like where I'm at now, um, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm ready to rest, you know? And, uh, and, and it's been, life has been really good to me. You know, life has been really, it's been really challenging. You know, sometimes chapters of my life, there's been a couple chapters of my life that's, that have been dark. And there's been a couple chapters that have been challenging. And there's been a couple chapters that have been really, really good, you know? And when you're in those really, really good chapters, that don't mean that everything is is just gravy, like it's easy, you know? Sometimes good is not easy, you know? I think that, I think people get that backwards in their head sometimes, you know, because it's it's like everything's not easy for me right now, but I'm really happy, you know, and I'm really grateful for the life that I have and for where I'm at and for struggles that I've gone through that, that brought me to where I am, right? Um, and so that's just kind of, that's just kind of where I've been at lately. And, uh, and I don't know, man, I, I'd miss doing this. And, uh, but it's just not going to be, I'm never going to force, I'm never going to force it. You know, I'm just not that kind of a guy. It, I'm just not that. It just is not, it ain't in me to be that way. You know, like I'm not going to, and I'm, I'm not saying that I never have. I'm not saying that I haven't been like, I got to get a podcast out. Let me get a podcast. And just, you know, but just where I've been at lately, it's just not, I'm not in that headspace because numbers are constantly going through my head or, you know, I'm thinking about other things and I'm not, you know, I'm just not going to get on here. I'm not going to jump on the mic and uh, just BS you, you know, because that's not what I'm about, buddy. But, uh, Anyway, what else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, let me tell you about a good song that uh that I heard. And actually, um I haven't been listening to a lot of podcasts lately, I'm not gonna lie. Just because I've been really like I listen to music and it seems like music is like uh 
not an escape. I guess kind of an escape. Um, for me, but it's kind of like something I listen to when I unwind. And uh, I've been on a big Travis Tritt, like Travis Tritt, um, the country singer, uh, kick for a while. Um, and I've listened to him, like his older stuff. Well, all of a sudden I saw the podcast this past weekend with Theo Vaughn, which I'm a big Theo Vaughn fan. And, uh, and so I listened to Theo Vaughn this past weekend every once in a while. And he had Travis Tritt on his, uh, he had Travis Tritt on his, uh, podcast, right? And I was like, that's crazy, man. Cause I think he's in Nashville. I think that Theo Vaughn got a, like a place in Nashville. And so, uh, he had Travis Tritt on there this week or last week. And, uh, I was listening to a little bit and he was talking about, he had a new album and, uh, he has a new song called Smoke in a Bar and I downloaded it. And it talked about like, this song talked about, and I like, you need to listen to it. You need to listen to the song because it's really good. And I mean, anything Travis Tritt does is going to be really good. Um, and it's called Smoke in a Bar is the single off this new album. And uh, what's the album? Set in Stone is the name of the album. And it's 2021. And uh, it just came out. And it's a song, and it kind of, it kind of talks about um, how the world kind of used to be when I was younger. And I kind of feel like this is the I was the last generation before things really took off, and life started moving a lot faster and changing. Um, you know, and it, it, it's changed a lot, but it hasn't been all positive changes. I don't think. You know, for us as people or for us as society as a whole, I think that I think that some of the changes have been negative. And this song just kind of talks about how things used to be. Um, like one of the verses says, neighbors came by and talked on the porch. We all said goodnight and never locked the front door. Even downtown, you could still see the stars when the world turned slower and you could smoke in a bar. Right. And it just kind of talked about it kind of talked about how things used to be, you know, and it was it's, it's a good listen, man. It's a good song. I enjoyed it. Um, and if you like country music, you can look it up and enjoy it, too. Maybe I'll put the links in the in the the link in the podcast or the podcast notes for the day. If I remember, do it, man. I don't even know if I remember. Do it. I might not remember. Do it. No, I'm saying. But uh, <laughs> I'm not going to make any promises. Like, I'm recording this on my cell phone. That's how lazy I am. I'm not going to say lazy. That's I'm not going to set up a laptop. Let me get my laptop and plug my little microphone into it. What am I doing, man? What am I? I ain't even trying to be. I'm laying in bed right now with the TV on mute. And I'm just talking to you. That's what's going on. You know? Don't get no glorified. You know? Picture me. If you want to picture me. <clears throat> if you want to picture me in my, oh, I forgot to take my vitamin. Let me take my vitamin real quick while I'm doing my cleanse. I'll forget. See, if I don't take it now, I'll forget to take my vitamin. I got to take my multivitamin. Got to be healthy. Reverse all the horrible stuff I ate this weekend. All right. That's done. 
Um, yeah, if you want to picture me like with a laptop and a microphone and the, you know, the headphones on and being like, I've got to edit this for three hours is what I've done. Like, you go ahead, man. But that ain't going to happen. I'm going to hit stop. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to hit stop and then I'm going to hit publish. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. But if you don't hear from me for a while, I'm all right. You can always email me. You know, my email's in the notes of the podcast, or you can, like, DM me on Twitter or just call me out. I'll see it eventually. And uh, if you want to talk to me, if you want to gab at me, that's what this one guy used to, he's dead, one of my dead friends. Uh, one of my dead friends used to be like, I gab at you later. I gab, good gabbing with you. <laughs> Who says that? I gab at you. But he's dead. Um, he ain't alive no more. You know, that's a good note to end the podcast on, right? I was talking to somebody about that, about people that are past and how I don't like letting their memories go. You know, to me, that's sadder than the, that's sadder than the actual people not being around anymore. You know, that's the sad part about people dying is like people forget about them. You know, so I try not to forget about people, but he used to say that. You know, that's what like I went. I'll, little things in my life kind of remind me of people, and then little things is like sometimes I think people's let me know that they're still you know that they're around that they're looking out for me, you know. And that might just be me, you know. But like that coming up right now, like gab at you. I bet he would laugh. I bet he if if he listens to this podcast in the great beyond, I bet he's laughing that I'm that I'm talking about him right now. He ain't even here to defend himself. But I hope that everybody takes care, stay safe, and I'll talk to y'all sometime. Man, I don't even know. Peace out, guys. (laughs) 